All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hello, friend. This is an episode of Note to Self, but from when we used to be called New Tech City. Same good content, just the old name. Enjoy. Hey, it's New Tech City. I'm Anoush, your host, and this week we're actually coming to you from South by Southwest Interactive. That's the techie part of the big festival that's held every year in Austin. And I gotta say, spending time here is kind of like spending time on the internet. It is vast. You can wander and learn tons of things, but if you aren't careful, you might look up and realize that hours have passed you by and you didn't actually get anything done. So this year, I decided when I went down to this mecca for techies, I was going to come with a hypothesis. And my guess was that we might see the largest gathering in the world of people wearing Google Glass. You know, Google's little computer that you wear on your face. It's been over a year since the company began its invite-only trial program. And I figured that these early adopters could come together and that they would change the whole dynamic here in Texas. There would be glass everywhere. And boy, was I so completely wrong. Not that many people were wearing them. Even at an event about Google Glass, only about 7 out of 100 people there had them on. And not because they didn't own it, but because they chose not to wear it. So why the reluctance? Well, I talked to a lot of people, and the consensus is that one of the most hyped technologies out there is facing a backlash even before it gets released. And there are three reasons why Glass has some work ahead of it. The first has a lot to do with Edward Snowden. Last year, the glass hype was going crazy, but no one had any idea what the NSA was doing with our data, and privacy was basically for worry warts. My, how the conversation has changed. Journalists like David Pogue have had to eat their words. I met up with him as they were getting ready for Yahoo Tech's big party. For many years, I have felt the public was too concerned. I thought, oh my gosh, these big companies, if they ever are caught using your data in nasty ways, you know, Google's motto is don't be evil. If they ever violate that, we'd be all over them. It would be headlines, chill. It's it's data that's collected anonymously and in aggregate. So that's that was my stance for a long time. And then the NSA happened. So I think the conversation changed dramatically. Big tech companies no longer get the benefit of the consumer's doubt. And a computer strapped to your face with a camera aiming at everyone all the time. Well, Google Glass can quickly make people feel violated, Poe says. If I were talking to you with Google Glass Glass on, uh, you would feel uncomfortable. You'd feel itchy in your skin because I could be recording you and you wouldn't know it. 
Yeah, there was even a confrontation in a San Francisco bar last month between one patron who was wearing glass and another group of customers who weren't so happy about it. And that brings us to the second hurdle that glass will have to clear, that it's come to symbolize the divide between the haves and the have-nots. Here's The Atlantic's Alexis Madrigal. Glass has come to have a really specific cultural meaning, which basically is summed up by the term glass hole. Yes, that profane portmanteau has come to describe someone who can afford the $1,500 price tag for a face computer. And they don't mind flaunting it. So it's probably a techie who isn't worried about his job in an economy that has been bruising to people without digital skills. And I think that because of that, even people who like the experience of glass don't feel comfortable wearing it in public. And if that doesn't change, the product won't take off. Timothy Jordan is with Google X, the department that developed Glass. When I asked him at a South by Southwest event about how the company is going to deal with overcoming some of these image problems, he said that anyone he meets is just so excited to learn more. And the reason we did this was to have this conversation. New technology is about learning to make choices, he says, which is why Google has kept Glass in beta. It's too early to draw conclusions. Because I don't think technology changes how people behave. People change how people behave. And technology might give you more options, but it's really your choice what you do with it. Google has issued some guidelines, a list of suggested do's and don'ts for Glass users. But really, Jordan says, each wearer needs to figure it out for him or herself. Do I wear it on a date? Or do I leave it home for the date? Um, I, I, I watch theater a lot. And, right, and, I, and uh, in theater, they don't let you have sort of cameras out of your pocket. So I, I put glass in my pocket. Or I leave it back at home when I do that. And these are all sort of choices we make to figure these things out. Yeah, remember early cell phones? Those big ones with the rubber antennas? They symbolized entitled early adopters, too. And now it's totally normal for all of us to have a smartphone in most of America. But even if Glass stops symbolizing an economic divide and Google figures out how to put our privacy fears to rest, there's still the fact that this is a weird thing perched on your nose. Zach Seward writes for Quartz, and he was also struck by how few faces were sporting Glass at the South by Tech events. Even here where people would tend to be way more progressive in terms of how they think about technology, Glass is seen as really socially confrontational. Uh, someone comes up to you wearing it, you flinch as though... He feels like Glass works, in theory, just not practice. I can't imagine normal people embracing Glass. Now, of course, that's the way these things always go. In five years from now, you'll play back that quote and, um, uh, it, well, we're all wearing it. There are some people who aren't even thinking about any of these glass issues. Jen Quinlan works at Mutual Mobile. It's a tech consulting company in Austin. And she studies emerging technologies and how people use them. She got to know Tammy Van Sant, a quadriplegic woman in California. I was emailing with Tammy, and I'd send her a note from my laptop, and she'd write me back in about a minute. And it's a simple thing, and I hate to be so Pollyanna with rose-tinted glasses, but it's absolutely incredible that Tammy and I can communicate so efficiently and effectively with her using voice dictation through Google Glass. And that's, that's profound. Surgeons will be able to use Glass to look at a chart without putting down their scalpel. Firefighters could look at blueprints of a building while putting out the fire. 
Quinlan says we're also going to see glass in places less worthy, too. I mean, you could imagine a, a Ritz-Carlton, Mater D over the next 10 years having them. And as soon as you cross into uh, the threshold of that particular place, being able to know who you are the last time you visited and really make you feel at home. Yep. Customer service, municipal workers and big businesses are going to embrace glass, even if we don't. And just like that kooky Segway scooter never revolutionized our mobility, it's still all right for tour companies, warehouses, cops in malls. Not too sexy, but it's a business. Quinlan reminds us also not to underestimate Google. I'm curious to know what it's going to look like two years or three years or five years from now. It could be contacts by then. It could be that the whole glass system is integrated into your car as opposed to looking out of physical glasses. It's your windshield display. Ironically, I got an invite to buy Google Glass just last week, and I still can't decide. By the way, we've got a perverse video about tech jargon that we made at the festival. Go to newtechcity.org to check it out. It's funny. You're going to like it. From Austin, it's New Tech City. I'm Manoush.